Hi there, folks. This is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com, back again with Chronic Wellness. Thank you for joining me here. This is episode number three of three with author and thought leader and person who has really worked to transform his experience of pain, Mike Murray, the author of My Pain Body Solution. And remember, stay tuned at the end for information about winning your own copy of the book. Without further ado, let's jump into the conclusion of this interview. Throughout the book, I underscored emotional words that you were using, particularly in the early chat, at the early, uh, the first section. Uh, the words that came up most often were anxious, angry, and guilty. Prior to uncovering TMS and the emotional work you had, did you acknowledge yourself as any of those things? No, no, didn't, didn't even know they existed. Not at all, not at all. When I, I, I remember when I was first diagnosed with TMS from Dr. Strax, he made a comment that he's like, you might need in the future to kind of take it easy on yourself. And, and at the time, I thought he was referring to can't be as active, but he had, he, even in the short time we met, he, he could tell that I was putting a lot of undue pressure on myself and not recognizing what was happening in my body. So, um, no, I thought I had, I thought I had the game kind of licked. You know, I had a great family, I had a great house. I was healthy and doing all these wonderful things. I never thought I had an emotional effort. Now, I mean, now it's obviously super obvious to me, um, you know, that I was anxious my whole life, but I never, I never saw that at all, yeah. you know, and that's, and that's goes back to the whole parenting and, learning how to communicate and learning to um, embrace your feelings. I remember um, like it was ninth year, ninth grader and one of my best friends was diagnosed with a massive brain tumor and an operation and he ended up taking his life um, and I remember coming home and my father coming to the door and said, John's gone. And they told me what happened. And I went upstairs by myself and turned on the TV. And I, I, I now know that that was a way for me just to block it out. So I think there was numb a out. numb out. Numb yeah. out. But I was always... Like that, that story, like numbing out, I was, I think if, I, I, I think I've always had like really strong awareness, but I, I hit it. I think, what am I trying to say? I think if someone, I think if my parents had just opened me up just a little bit, I think I would have come pouring out because I, how I speak now, how I share my emotions with anyone that was interested, that's who I am. That's who I always was. So I think that scene of watching the Three Stooges after my best friend killed himself, I think if someone had come up 
and just put their hand on my knee and said, it's all right. It's, you know, I, I think, I think it was there to come out. Yeah. I think, I think it was there to come out. Yeah. But If there had just been a window, a little opportunity. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And, and what a protective part of you, right? The, the, that was just shielding you from, from, from not having that, that yeah. safe container. And, and I find that when I'm talking about this, and I feel like you handled it so beautifully in the book that, that this isn't about blaming our parents for what right. happened. They were acting out of their pain bodies and, That's right. and managing in the best ways that they could, obviously. And right. it's it's such a delicate thing to discuss and so important. You know, we don't get further by not talking about it. And that's uh, right. And, and there's, there's you did a really generous job of of exposing what was true for you in an honest and generous way. Um, and I really appreciated your handling of that. Well, that means a lot to say that because um, not everyone in my family sees it that way. And, and I, I, I feel like my father, who had a you know really bad temper, um, he had an incredibly difficult childhood. And he never, he did what I did. We just kept it in and ignored it. And, and I truly believe by my sharing this story, I'm releasing him of his burden. He's no longer with us in the human form, but his energy still exists. Now that- it's, it's in your children, it's in their cousins. Exactly, and that concept doesn't resonate for a lot of people, but it resonates for me. And, um, and, and I appreciate those thoughts because I did try to, handle it delicate and there is no blame you know this is this is not physical violence in the household it's not sexual abuse it's not divorce this is like simple benign everyday trauma of getting yelled at because you spilled the milk and um and some kids are able to handle that but some aren't well and Dr. Gabor Mate says trauma is not what happened to you, it's the meaning you make of it. And, and I think that one of the things that, that in my own life resonates about that is, is whether or not you, I felt like I had someone I could talk to about the things that were happening. Right. And, and in the example that you gave about your friend dying, that no one said to you, hey, that was a hard thing. Right. How are you? You know, <laughs> the, or or whether or not you felt like you had an adult you could turn to and say, "That's really messed up. I don't know how to handle this shit." Right. I mean, you know, is is part and parcel for how you internalize what happened. That's right. I mean, that the reality of the situation. I, I didn't even. There wasn't even an inkling of me that wanted well. And and for parents formed by the depression, what tools did they have about? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> how to handle these emotional selves. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it, what is fascinating to me is throughout this journey, if, if I was triggered and had a spike in pain, literally, once I was able to identify what that emotional experience was, and a lot of it has to do with my wife, I, you know, just, you know, I was, 
I wasn't a yeller or screamer, but I could get triggered over something and shut her out for a couple of days. I didn't even know I was doing that. I didn't even know it. Um, but, but now, and during the journey, if I have a trigger of a spike in pain, the simple act of sitting down with Becky and talking about it, the pain goes away. It's, it's just, maybe my story is extreme. I don't think it is, but it's, it's just, it's this energy that gets locked in the body is what it's all about. And one of the most, you know, without giving away too much, but one of the most beautiful and pivotal points in the book for me is a point between you and your wife and her honesty with you and your receptivity to it. And yeah. so the, I appreciate, again, how honestly you were able to share with us about yeah. your relationships and the truthfulness in them. Yeah, it's, um, as I said, I, I don't know how I come across in the book, uh, but these anger episodes I would have with her, they, they weren't a, like an everyday occurrence and they were for, for stupid things too. But it was, it was like I was injected with this drug that I just, and again, I wouldn't yell, but it was worse than yelling. I would just isolate myself or isolate her and just, you know, um, but to have, to have an understanding with absolute clarity that every time I got mad at my wife, I was never mad at her. It, never, never, never. It was... I didn't know what was happening in here. And, and now that I know, most times, the vast majority of the things that used to trigger me, they don't anymore. But if, if it does, I, I can feel that happening in my gut soon, early, and I'm able to take some deep breaths. And, you know, so it, it's been a long time since I've had you know, an episode of anger, which is mm. nice. Yeah. Transformation. It, truly, truly, yeah. I wanna share with listeners this quote, I've come to accept and embrace my journey and my lifestyle to the fullest. This is not to be confused with giving up on the work far from it. Acceptance in Buddhism means you consent to the world as it exists. You don't resign yourself to it, but rather eradicate your suffering by aligning with the reality of the world. <laughs> Beautifully put. Yeah, yeah. And that's, uh, you know, impermanence is a big one for me in Buddhism that um, everything is a cycle. Life is life's just a series of cycles. And, um, and when I have a difficult moment and I'm a human, we all do, I, 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 I go back to that concept of just understanding that this is just a moment. This is just a moment and this difficult moment um, will soon pass. And, um, you know, the, the things that used to be really, really important to me and got me really, really upset um, are still really important to me, but they no longer get me upset. And, and it's, it's, it's amazing how much better a way to live like that. You just have this less 
worry and angst and over and over and over. You know, it's just, and I can feel it. I can feel moments where like, oh, four years ago, this would have really been bothering me. So it's nice to feel that lack of energy running in the body. Yeah. Uh, where you are now in your life, uh, and I understand that this is a broad question, but I wonder what kinds of pain would lead you or lead you to take your children to see Western practitioners or to see physicians? You know, that is a really, really good question. Um, and you made it you made it more difficult by including my kids. Um, so my daughter, who is 23 years old, has um, foot pain. And I have encouraged her to meditate. I have encouraged her to pay attention to what's happening in her emotional field when she has, uh, you know, an onset of pain. Um, and I have not encouraged her to see, a, you know, an orthopedist. Um, for me, uh, and, and I think about that question often, because I do get sensations here, there, and I could get pain. Um, I, 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 I don't have an answer for you other than I, I think in my gut, I'll know the right thing to do. Um, and it, and it hasn't, yeah, it hasn't happened yet. I mean, that, that's, that's really, all I can say is I wish I could give you a better answer. I am well aware of the landscape you describe um, for both me and my kids and my wife. Um, and um, I, 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 I embrace the mind-body connection and um, that type of wellness. Um, th but that doesn't mean um, I don't get a physical every year. Doesn't mean I don't want my kids to. So, um, yeah. yeah. What are you saying is that there's a place for Western medicine and that when it comes to you, you're checking in with your body and your emotions. And you're asking your children to be the same. That's right. That's right. Um, and I and I and I guess I would uh, just the last point on that. If there comes a time for either my wife, myself, my kids, um, I, I you know we would probably. And my daughter already has. She's got a thyroid issue. I've, I've I she works with Doctor Strack, so I would. Um, I would encourage people to find um, a, a reputable mind-body doctor, and Dr. Strax is one of the best, um, and have him be a guide in helping navigate um, that difficult kind of course on where we should go. Yeah. I don't know if that answers your question, but... Yeah. yeah. Any final thoughts or anything... All, you know, 
for whoever's going to be listening to this, all I can say is that um, I would be four years ago, you would never find me speaking like this. And I, I feel it's a true gift what I've been through. And um, without sounding corny, um, I feel my purpose in life is to share it. Um, not in the Western medicine is really it's it's the other issues. It's it's kind of a removing these uh, false beliefs we have of ourselves, and everyone has them. Everyone has them, and kind of remove the armor uh, because uh, once that armor is removed, it's just a just a nice way to live. And I feel my purpose is to share my story. Well, thank you. What a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Isn't that just soul satisfying? I think that I so appreciate how boldly and honestly, just what a raw expose, uh, not just this interview, but Mike's whole book uh, really is. So I, I, again, want to say thank you, Mike, for joining me here and sharing so truthfully with us. But also, I want to emphasize that if you don't yet have a copy of My Pain Body Solution, it's not too late to get one. <laughs> you can just go to your local bookseller or you can get online and order a copy. And I, too, am giving away a copy. So you can scroll to the bottom of show notes here on this episode or go over to my Instagram at the Annette Leonard and look for the picture of Mike's book cover and I detail the instructions there. You can enter a few times to win for the giveaway happening on July 5th. So thanks again, Mike, and thanks to you for hanging in here. What... Um, what a wonderful interview. And if you liked it, you will like his book even more, I promise. So uh, I appreciate you tuning in and um, please do let me know in the comments what your thoughts and questions are. And if you're interested in hearing from anyone else in particular, if there are authors or thought leaders that you'd like me to invite here on the channel, I'm always glad to know that from you. Until we're together again, I am grateful for you sharing some of your time and energy here with me and be well.